August 26th through the 28th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Hotel Nation Weekend. The world will never be the same. Get your tickets and be a part of the first ever Hotel Nation Weekend. Hotel Nation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to spread the philosophy of hard work and self-care, will be hosting a weekend in Vegas with live podcasts, panels, ooh party, and much more. Exclusive meet and greets with major figures in the Hotep community, including Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep, President Doe Dudes, and other special guests. Network and build bridges in the Hotep community. Enjoy Vegas with a cool group of people. All of this can be found at the Hotep Nation Convention. So who is this for? Are you looking to build up your community? This is for you. Are you looking to expand business opportunities? This is for you. Are you looking for an opulent time with nation builders? This is for you. Hotel Nation's first annual convention in Las Vegas, this August 26th through the 28th. All information can be found in the description below. You won't want to miss this. August 26th through the 28th, Las Vegas, Nevada. Hotel Nation Weekend. The world will never be the same. Get your tickets and be a part of the first ever Hotel Nation Weekend. Hotel Nation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to spread the philosophy of hard work and self-care, will be hosting a weekend in Vegas with live podcasts, panels, ooh party, and much more. Exclusive meet and greets with major figures in the Hotel community, including Hotel Jesus, Uncle Hotel, President Doe Dudes, and other special guests. Network and build bridges in the Hotel community. Enjoy Vegas with a cool group of people. All of this can be found at the Hotel Nation Convention. So who is this for? Are you looking to build up your community? This is for you. Are you looking to expand business opportunities? This is for you. Are you looking for an opulent time with nation builders? This is for you. Hotel Nation's first annual convention in Las Vegas, this August 26th through the 28th. All information can be found in the description below. You won't want to miss this. What's up, people? Hotel Jesus. We back with another sharp conversation with Hotel Jesus. I am your host, Hotel Jesus. <laughs> Welcome back, people. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, yes, Mr. Quarantine, you have made it on time. We have a very, very special show lined up for you tonight. Uh, first things first, uh, my new book, The Patriot Report, Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War, Everything Your High School Teacher, and your college teacher should have told you about U.S. history that he didn't tell you about, that not even your favorite conspiracy theorist knows about. I've done a thorough, deep dive into the history of money, tracing its origins, or, or its Western origins back to Europe and on through to the United States on up until World War II. And we even cover some of the conspiracies that dro drove America into war not that fake conspiracy theory stuff like the stuff that can actually be proven 
using primary sources, or at least argued using primary sources. We're not using internet sources and Google and Wikipedia for this stuff. No, I got quotes from straight from the horse's mouth, 200 pages of work. Took me two years to put that piece together. I felt as though people had a better sense of American history. Uh, we might make better decisions as a people. I say uh, the only difference between being a patriot and being a jingo or the difference between patriotism and jingoism is ignorance. So destroy ignorance. Get a copy of my book, The Patriot Report, Unmasking Conspiracy of Money and War at hotepjesus.com. Find a link in the description box below. Michael Mitroke, 199 Super Chat. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Today, um, uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys uh, are aware I was uh, a guest speaker in uh, Las Vegas with uh, at the Venetian Hotel with uh, Donovan Sharp, commissioned me to be one of the keynote speakers at his Conference of Masculine Excellence. Um, in dealing with Donovan Sharp, we're also uh, on a show called The Seven uh, on his channel, Donovan Sharp's channel, every Sunday around 8, 8.30. The show usually starts. And um, one of the gentlemen from that show actually got a chance to meet in person out in Vegas, and we got a chance to kick it up and vibe. And really, really cool cat, really, really cool history he has. Um, and uh, his takes are quite controversial. And uh, I wanted to dive into his mind a little bit more. Last week, I spent some time watching his debate with Brother Polite. Today, I'd like to introduce to y'all our esteemed guest. He goes by the name of Minister Jack. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on, man? Minister Jack is in the building. Third oh, check dude. in. Third check in. You already know, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Welcome, people. Um, Cash is Cam, $2 Super Chat. So, Hotep and Bill, appreciate you. Um, I want to start slow, and then we're just going to get right into some of the topics. Um, you used to be in the Nation of Islam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was younger. Um, man, like, um, first I started off, like, in high school, I started off uh, studying the lessons for the 5% Nation. Okay. And then as I got older um, and got a little bit more refined, just like reading more uh, books from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then like the neighborhood I was from, like the Nation of Islam is down the street. Yeah. The headquarters, you know, okay. like, right on Stony Island. So um, I would always see them like, you know, even as kids, it was like kids in our school, like that wasn't standing for the pledge and, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, you know, it was around, it was around a lot, you know, so um, I was influenced by that, you know. Um, it's in Chicago. Yeah, you know, I used to soldier, I, you know what I'm saying? A lot of brothers, they still remember me and stuff like that, but uh, you know, I had uh, different different takes on different things, and I couldn't get straight answers a lot of times, and um, I kind of, you know, like I still what? support the nation. Um, takes on white people. Being devils, mm. I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Especially being uh, light skinned and having a mixed mom and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that was 
like it was a little out outlandish because especially coming out of Chicago, most of the the enemies that I've ever encountered was black. I ain't never experienced racism. So it was like, you know, you get into that shit, you get real radicalized, and then you kind of start thinking illogical, but you gotta realize that damn, you've never experienced any of this white supremacy, racism shit. Like I have never experienced it. Mm-hmm. You know, most opportunities I was ever given was a white person that helped me. You know what I'm saying? It was always a black person that tore me down, especially a black woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was uh it was an eye opener. It was a lot of good knowledge, you know what I mean? It, it, it uh it trained me to read. You know, it trained me to to dig deep in the information. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I shied away from it uh, to a degree. You know, I still support the economic movement of it, and um, you know, the unity of uh, what what the nation does, but not the doctrine full full fledged. Okay, were you F O Y N O Y or? Well, N O Y is the uh, Nation of Islam. That's just right. the name of the organization. F O Y is the fruit of Islam. Fruit of Islam, that's, right? Yeah, that's that the military was, arm. Yeah, those brothers with the suits are, you know, uh, like soldiers, you know what I mean? Yeah, So, like, yeah. most of the brothers going to be fruit anyway, you know what right. I'm saying? So, okay. once, you, once you, you know what I'm saying, you, you recite your lessons and stuff like that, you know what I mean, you, you, you know, you become a part of the fold. Mm. So, you've been uh, groomed, quote-unquote, hotep. <laughs> I want to say hotep, I was more militant because, like, hotep got a... It's got a, I know it's got the Afrocentric connotation, but this was more of a, a militant thing because it wasn't like a, a, a situation where we was really dealing with a lot of um, things pertaining to Africa. It was more of activism here. Yeah. And it was more like, you know, dealing with um, the reality that we come from, mm. not you know what I'm saying? The motherland. You will hear of it, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it, was, it was more of a, I want to say, like a... Um, but you was on Sarnetta TV. Well, yeah, you know, I fuck with Sarnetta. That's my man. I mean, that's the mecca of Hotep. <laughs> it's online. You know, everybody I respect it. They give me a call, you know what I mean? I, I definitely, uh, you know, sit down and chop it up with you, you know what I mean? Um, right. You know, he brought he brought the hotep God himself. I mean, you hotep Jesus. This, you know, you bring you bring polite. That's hotep God. You know, he wanted to talk to me, so you know what I'm saying. We we chopped it up. We busted up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I put this quote out. Shout out to Dev Jews, fourteen ninety nine. Appreciate you. Red sings the blues. Uh, I can't ten dollars. He said to hotep minister church check in. Shout out to uh, Red man. It's my dog. Oh yeah. Um, so I put out this quote. I said, um, hold on, let me pull it up. I said, this guy is more antagonizing the black women than Kevin Samuels, in my opinion. <laughs> like, you know, a, a lot of, you know, Kevin Samuels, you saw this week, had the petition put out on him. Yeah, yeah. You, you saw now, that, right? Yeah, see, like, and that, that, I tell a lot of black women, they're lucky to have Kevin. Because if the eyeballs get on me, I'm Patrice O'Neal times uh, um, Corey Holcomb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and, and I throw my sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like with the with the comedy and just you know what I'm saying the charisma. They they they're gonna fucking get yeah. They're gonna be antagonized. 
Like, he's actually coming to him like a therapist. Like, I'm going to get on your ass, like your big brother. <laughs> so it's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, so they got lucky to get him. Yeah, you know, um, I started diving into your content as we planned this. And I said, oh, shit, this nigga crazy. <laughs> this nigga has lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> you know what? Look, it's a method to my madness because I gotta, you got to think about this. You know what I'm saying? Even if you look at Tupac. Tupac had a lot of, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, uh, disrespectful shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. Say like, uh, but it was knowledge, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, he would bring you into some wisdom and shit like that. So occasionally we get into a lot of real shit, but you know, it's, I'm still a shock jock. I'm still an entertainer. I'm still a comedian. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I still gotta, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing full fledged keynote addresses. You know, I'm just, I'm, you yeah. know, it's like, I treat my show like the barbershop, but you, and you know, you get a lot of information at the barbershop, but then it's also fun and it's men amongst men talking. Women just getting to see men talk behind the scenes. It's really like the locker room talk, hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I have my methods, you know what I'm saying? I know everybody else, you know, O'Shea and others, they kind of, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and Kev, they kind of calm, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But you know, I, I turn it up a notch. Yeah, yeah. I watched your stuff and I'm like, damn, they thought Kevin Samuels was bad. I was like, what did they find this nigga? <laughs> so, Jack, yeah. what is the beef? What is your problem with black women? I got a, a taste of it on the yeah. Brother Polite. He was dodging some of the questions, like, you know, uh, like I'm sure you noticed. Um, what What is your beef with the black woman? You're a black well, man. Here's the thing, like, um, they are not ours. And they don't have our backs. Like other coaches. Wait, they're not ours? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Because they don't have they don't have a true allegiance to us as black men. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about real black men. Okay. Um, you know, they look down on the hard worker, the uh, you know, pop culture, thought culture has really taken over. Mm. You know. Um, and I've dated enough black women to really get this analysis because I hit the streets, I hit the pavement. So a lot of these guys, they talking because of a book they read or maybe a world star video they see like, nah, I go out right now, I see world star shit every day with black women. Mm. You know what I mean? This is a big ass problem. I've noticed it because most of the times when I'm in clubs, none of the problems are really with the guys. Guys ain't been really fighting and shit like that. Mm. You know what I mean? Unless you're a gang member, but not the crowd. I'm just saying like, it'd be nice um, educated women going out being trashy, thotty, and uh, belligerent and disrespectful mm. in public, and you can't bring them nowhere. Now, that's just one aspect of it. <laughs> but as far as the uh, the single parenthood thing, they've come accustomed to that, and that is a big deterrent for anybody wanting to marry their ass. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people don't want to fix your old relationship with your like. I don't want to make a deal with the father. Of the of the of the man before me, you know what I mean. Every man shouldn't have to go through that, and this is why they 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 they're, they're at least married. Um, the 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 role reversal is huge right now. Um, they challenge you on everything, and I've worked in corporate, and they truly don't have our backs. Like, um, they will sabotage to get you out of the way to get get. You know what I'm saying? They get closer to white women. They really want to be white women that bad. You know what I mean? And like, and this is what, because we don't have black men walking around with blonde wigs. 
but we got black women walking around with blonde wigs. So like, you know, like if, like, it'll be a fair assessment to say like, man, most black men are sellouts because I see most black men walking around with a Donald Trump wig on, right? Uh, yeah. But we see a, a huge number of black women with other races of women's hair in their head, especially uh, the texture of a white woman and the color of a white woman. So that just shows from the head to the toe, you want to be a white woman. When they go to a job interview, they turn off their black scent. You know what I mean? Um, you know, they snitch on us. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we have no alliance. You know, and that's why I said like, man, like, and I had to think about it. I was trained, I'm traditionally trained by the nation to hate white people. Right. From that doctrine, I'm traditionally trained mm -hmm. and I have not experienced any hate in my life from a white person, but I've experienced plenty of hate from black women. It's just the truth. Most black men experienced it. I have never had no racial encounters with the police because I know how to talk to the police. But when the black chick showed up, who was a police officer, she was turned up and the Mexican chick too. But you know what I'm saying? Any encounters I ever had with women of a, black women of authority, they will flex and utilize that to uh, put me under their boot. So okay. um, I'm analyzing it from a lot of brothers. I'm not the only brother that's really, that's, that's seeing this. A lot of brothers didn't know how to say it, especially working in these jobs, working at a state job or corporate job, military, you know what I'm saying? We got, I had two women try to, two black sisters try to say that I sexually harassed them at work because mm -hmm. they seen my views. Never mm -hmm. brought it to work, never ever spoke on it, kept it professional, always did my job beyond, beyond. I outworked everybody. But the fact is that they would utilize the system to eliminate me as a competition. So my, 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 my masculinity um, and my mindset is a weapon to them and they got to protect it because they just want their ass kissed. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be held accountable for any of their shortcomings. Mm. Uh, how long do you think the black woman has been in this state? Has she always been in this state? Is this a recent phenomenon or when did this come about? Um, I would want to, like me and uh, Kev, we talked about this on the show. I would say right around the time where uh, the housewife was like, yeah, big mama, she was a housewife and she sent her daughters to school. Mm. See, school didn't teach them how to be wives. It taught them how to be employees. Mm -hmm. and, and it, so they got, they, and they didn't want to empower the family. They just wanted to be employed by white folks. So they live their whole life based on being employed. They don't build anything never put no black man on to anything. You know what I mean? They was the first to get through the door in the corporate world because of education. You know what I mean? Cause we was, we, and we was looked down on the truck drivers, the plumbers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the men that work with their hands, electricians, the masonry work, that was all looked down on. They wanted a nigga in a suit, you know what I'm saying? And then when a nigga got a suit on, he was a sellout, but she wasn't. Mm. Carlton Banks and, and the Brooks Brothers and Wayman Tinsdale, those were the sellouts, but Keisha with her suit on, 
snitching on everybody to work her way up the up the ladder was was she was just doing what she doing never did nothing for the community through the 90s the 90s was that period where out of the hbcus and the colleges they got good jobs and good jobs turned our women into men because then mm. they didn't they didn't need us and it shows i don't know if you ever dated a rich bitch it really sucks like a lot of niggas i hear y'all profess man my bitch she she she's a lawyer she's a doctor lawyers are bitches doctors are bitches judges are bitches you know what i mean they and they they it's uh, having a job that is that goddamn demanding she could never be a good wife or a good mother mm. because it's too much time devoted to that work yeah you can yeah. be a politician and be a good mom look at sarah palin mm. you took sarah palin out of the house your daughter's a single mom and she's white so it mm. don't work all these jobs in this high level education turned them into men. Mm-hmm. They didn't they didn't take it and say, look, the white man let us in the door. So this is what we gonna do. We gonna bring y'all in through the back. No, these hoes took trips, bought purses, you know what I'm saying, purchased Lexuses, and then moved to where white folks were to live more white and then talk down on the black man. You know what I'm saying? So I've experienced, I see it all the fucking time. They, these girls, they get good jobs. They build nothing. They save nothing. They're terrible with their finances. You know what I mean? But it's never to the benefit of the black family or the black man. So me witnessing that personally mm-hmm. and seeing that from all walks of life, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, even the women in my, like, I would say the women who are about 55 and, and, uh, and younger, mm-hmm. that's, where it's, that's where it was ended at. Mm. My mother's mm. them generation, that's where it ended at. That's the, because if you look at a movie like Soul Food, right? Soul Food had only, you have a, you have a big mama and you should have daughters. Maybe only one of them daughters could have a successful marriage. Right. And the one who had the successful marriage really wasn't that educated. Mm-hmm. She was just a good wife and she was a wife to a man and the man was a leader. It was the one that Vivica Fox played. Mm. You had the one that was a young hoe, you know what I'm saying? And then you had the one that was super educated and couldn't keep her fucking man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers don't talk about the misery of these rich, educated women that they, the misery that they have and the misery that they inflict on the men that they actually deal with. Mm. So a lot of guys like, man, look at, what was that other movie? Uh, uh, and I'm giving just examples of movies so we can kind of yeah. be general because I don't want to put real people's stories out here. Right, but think right. about the movie uh, Brown Sugar. Mm. Oh, yes. It's fine as hell. Um, no, not Sinalathan. Nicole Ari Parker. Okay. When he was dating her, that was everything that he was supposed to have textbook wise. Yeah. He's educated. She's educated. We got a real, I got a good job. She's got a good job. We live in this motherfucking um, brownstone in Brooklyn, getting money, taking cabs everywhere, doing all this snooty shit. Did it work? Fuck no, because she didn't need him. Mm. And that's the problem. Our women don't need us. Mm. They took a, they took another route to not be needed. They got taught by their mothers to find a man that love you more than you love him. And their mothers, unfortunately, they wasn't as educated, but they wanted them to get the education because they thought that, you know, like working with your hands and all that shit. And you know what I'm saying? Like 
that wasn't going to make them successful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So the family was just slowly breaking up. And education with our women, you know what I mean? And they wear it. They exude it every time they go out. Oh, I got my master's. I got my, you know what I'm saying? Like even what Kelly say, the girls say, oh, I'm a, I'm a PhD. I've dealt with that. You go to a party, like you said, you have a little little shindig or something at the house. Somebody bring one of these old snooty bitches through and she's a lawyer. She's going to tell everybody she's a fucking lawyer. And he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, we all having a good time. Shut the fuck up. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's what, and, and it's not intimidating. It's actually a turnoff. Because uh-huh. like, when you got your own paper, you know, you get paper, I'm getting paper. So you can date these type of chicks. You can, you can come across them. But after you actually sit down with them, it's like, man, you just want to be a man. Uh, you want to be a man with a vagina and a set of breasts. And I'm mm, not into that. Yeah, I want a girl. I want a woman that wants to be a girl. Shut up with all that and, and relax. So that's yeah, the German Shepherds. That's why I call it the German Shepherds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you can follow me, the German Shepherd series is pretty fucking harsh. But the German Shepherd is the attack dog for white supremacy. Because... Uh. If you look at everything that's going on with the game right now, black women are at the forefront of everything that's wrong. Black women ran Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Gay black women ran Black Lives Matter. Right. The gay community has the most support from, in our community, black women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Black, black women will jump. They will never jump in front of a, a bullet of a black man. But say something about a gay man. They got their back. They had Jesse Smollett's back and he was lying. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When, 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 what was the fucking show? Uh, what was the show he was on? Empire. Yeah. That was their favorite fucking scene. Gay scenes. So I tell people it's a hierarchy. Right now we're in a situation right now where the white woman is the most powerful thing in America. Mm. Because the white man is scared of her. She's the only one that could take him to court and take him for anything. Mm. The accusation, the way he set it up, he created a monster. Yeah. Now, black women are trying to attach themselves to the white woman. The white mm. woman runs feminism and the lesbian community, the gay and lesbian community. That's they, She is the, the queen of that. Mm. And white men can't say anything about those two or even her. So mm. we're kind of on the same level. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we, if we go on to the work, same level. As far as society wise, on being able to vote, to have a voice. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, our black voice. Black men and white men. Black men and white men are on an equal level right now because we're both scared of white women and feminism. Mm. You have to be, you know, you can cancel. Right. They're canceling white, white men. They don't cancel gay people. They didn't even cancel Jesse Smellett. Yeah. He, 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 after that shit, he went and did a uh, he did a, a, a concert in City to Gay Tupac. Oh yeah. Nobody, okay. nobody took that as disrespect to Tupac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like nobody had our back, and it was nothing but our ladies. Yeah, we got our women still going to the gay pride parade, and they profess to be straight. That's how much of allegiance they have to everything that destroys us. So when I just got analytical about it and listening to the conversations, listening to how they voting, listening to everything, how it's going, like they're, they're, they're not working with us. Mm-hmm. They're working against us. Mm-hmm. This has to be checked. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to make them girls again. I had a whole movement two years ago 
uh, based off the Trump thing, we had shirts and everything. Make black women nice again. <laughs> because it is the crazy part. You know, uh, um, Kev did a show and it's, it, it's kind of on the same lines where Kev was talking to a girl and he just asked the black woman, why don't you smile? Mm. And he said, I'll be just smiling for niggas and you can't tell me to smile like smiling. They don't even want to be girls. Do you know how easy it is to be a beautiful woman? <laughs> like, 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 why would you want to make life hard? Yeah. Being a beautiful feminine woman, your life should be easy, but they tend to make it hard. Um, let me get in some super chats. We're gonna get back to these questions. <laughs> this is red high in here. Shout out to the chat. Shout out to Sketch Therapy. Hold me down. Um, Mr. Jab is on fire. Uh, Michael Matrope four. He said, uh, "Happy birthday, Red Sings the Blues." Jimmy in Dallas, thank you. He said, uh, "My donation to the church." Uh, thank you both for all you do. You are helping men one hundred. Mike Sinatra says, "Hashtag defund black women." Um, <laughs> no, we're gonna defund single mothers. Uh, defund single mothers, man. Uh, we can't get paid uh, Fudge Mayo, five dollars super chat. Is it really black women or just that wop? Look through history. Um. No, 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 no. See, that's the problem we have right now. Okay. Anytime we identify the problem with black folks, mm. like even when I deal with, with Sarnetta, I always back them in the corner with this. Stop talking about history. Because mm. if you can identify the problem, the problem is solved. Mm. So we have got to start talking about behavior because mm. that's completely controllable. Mm -hmm. You can control single motherhood if you marry before you carry. You can control being nice to people because that don't cost. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can control loving your people, loving your kids. Mm How -hmm. many women don't even love their kids? They just have them. Mm -hmm. You can control that. All the problems that people are going to name, you gotta, you're going to be able to find a way to tie it to behavior. Mm. It's all behavior-based. If you're broke, it's a great chance that you behave the wrong way with your money. You if know, you're giving the money. Now, I understand there was systematic things going on, but right now in this day, I don't see any obstacle that's holding black men back mm. or black women back but the only thing that's 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 close to holding us back as black men and men, period, would be feminists, mm. feminism, mm. because you can get canceled. So you can't be masculine mm -hmm. and you have to coddle to feminist agendas. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's like if you play along, you know what I'm saying? You can go you can go places. But at the end of the day, it's really nothing stopping you from even just starting your own thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, we we always try to go back to, to the past and how good the black woman was. No, present day. Mm -hmm. We got women getting master's degrees twerking on the stage. That that has to be, that that is your behavior. You know what I'm saying? That's not, <laughs> I can't think. And you and I hate when the hotel say, "Oh, we were shaking ass in Africa." You don't know shit about Africa. You know about the South Side of Chicago and Halsted, and you learned that, and you took that to the college stage, and and, and, and shook your ass. It was a girl. I got on my Instagram. Y'all go to my Instagram, y'all. This is Japa. It's a girl on my Instagram. It was so crazy. I actually used to work with her. 
Mm. She graduated with a master's, right? Mm-hmm. And she's got ho- she's holding her diploma, throwing up GD, gangster disciples. <laughs> this is a black woman with a kid. <laughs> No, you're not going to tell me about no systematic this and, you know, Trump this. No, Trump is not the reason you shaking your ass at the war shows. This is, you do that because you behave terribly. <laughs> Period. You control that. She did not have to throw up gang signs for that picture, but she did it because it's in her. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you something. Um, Help me diagnose the situation. Um, I was at my family reunion uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I see my little cousin. She's like maybe seven, little brown skin girl, very very pretty little brown skin girl, and um, she's raised by my cousin, who's I guess a single mom. I don't know what's going Is she on. Married? There. No. Okay. I don't think so. Um. Maybe the dad's in the picture. I'm not sure. But when I see my little cousin, she she has to ha- she has to act tough for some reason, right? Like she she has this like look on her face where she's just mean and she just wants to deter people from even interacting with her. Then I see her and I treat her like a little girl. I say, oh my God, there you are. You're so pretty. Come give me a hug. And she like looks at me like shocked, like nobody's ever embraced her like this, right? Like normally it's very like harsh and ghetto or some shit like that. So she like is sort of taken back and then shocked. Then she smiles, she gives me a hug. And then she reverts back to old self when she walks away. But she always looks at me, the cousin, right? She always looks at me, the cousin, like, like I'm different. But it seems like the other black women, because she's surrounded by black women, don't allow her to, to be, be happy, to be a girl, right? Yeah, and as I said, they're training up little boys. Uh. They're, training up, they're training up little girls to be boys, and they're training up little boys to be girls because all they do is dress little boys. Yeah. That's all they do is, is, is they, they judge how great of a parent they are by how well they can dress this little boy to look like the man of their dreams. You know what I'm saying? Now, as far as the little girl, she's a reflection of her mom. Mm. And here's the thing. I guarantee you, all of her confrontations, if it's not in a retail environment, but all her real confrontations with people and possibly violent interactions, it's going to be mostly black people. Yeah, she's a lot of violence. She's going to exude... Um, a level of rudeness to all people. She's not going to she encounter like, and like for people to be like all oh, this stuff about this systematic. And I'm not caping for saying that it never existed. You know what I mean or anything like that. I do understand it, but I that would have to be like every most mostly every encounter that I deal with with a white person mm. is a racist situation. But if I'm in Chicago, most of the conference, most of the situations, then you're dealing with your own people, even your own women are, are hostile. I don't deal with hostile white people, even the cops. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for for them to make such a big issue about that, I feel it's the easier fight to blame everything on white white people because they're not fighting back. Mm. I tell people like this: this whole fight about racism, present day right now, is like this. You got a person 
who was in the ring with white people and lost. They got knocked the fuck out. They can't see. They eyes swollen shut and they're waking up swinging still. And the white man then left the ring. But since their eyes are blinded and they still think it's a fight because they just woke up, they still swinging. White man ain't fighting you. So, you know, like if you, you, I don't get up and go outside and worry about white folks. I don't, I can go to a white area. I go, I go shopping. I do not worry about white folks because they don't fucking, they're not worried about me. Mm-hmm. But when you go talk to your brothers who are raised, but mother raised males, mm-hmm. they're going to be very aggressive to you and not warm and welcoming. And our sisters automatically defensive. Don't smile. You know, yeah, it's yeah. it's very hard to break the ice with a lot of sisters. Yeah. Especially a fine one. A fine one, she like, you know, she just got her nose in the air, whatever like that, you know? And then they wonder why men, uh, black men of means get other races of women. It's not because of the skin. It's not because they, because they're not black. It's because they're feminine and your feminine energy could take you way further than trying to be a masculine male. You walking around smacking on tables with a deep voice, you're loud, your voice is raspy, you're cursing. Like, who the fuck wanna fuck with that? Who wants to marry that? And how can that raise another girl? You're gonna reproduce that. We got to breed that out. And unfortunately, a lot of these women are gonna have to get left to the curb and die alone. Mm. Shout out to Kevin Sanders. Oh my God. Um- on the topic of racism, you spoke about Black Lives Matter. Black women created an organization. How do you think Black Lives Matter has impacted the Black community? Has it done any positives? Has it all been negative? Uh, how do you view the organization? What are your thoughts on that? Okay, what I will say is this. I live in a real Black community. And Black Lives Matter, with the help of Antifa and the ignorance, tore my community apart. Sometimes I just ride past and just look at all the businesses that used to be there and they're gone. Mm. And this is comes from women leadership. Cause it mm. don't, it really never had anything. It really had no agenda that was going to help and aid the actual black man. Mm. It just got the attention of white folks. Now, for instance, you know, you looked at the, the original, um, the original, uh, what do you call it, uh, mission statement, they was trying to break the nuclear family. They could never have a nuclear family because they're lesbians. You know what I'm saying? Once you're a lesbian, I, once a woman is a lesbian or a, a black man is is a homosexual, I automatically view you in the category of white women because you get white woman privilege. Mm. I have to talk to you like a white woman. So... I'm looking at this as a whole, uh, the fact that you allow white people to jump in this shit and tear my neighborhood up as well. Now, they've done, they what they have done is show that black people uh, can tear some shit up if we get together, you know what I'm saying? And, and mob rule, you know, but it didn't really have no leadership. Notice how the Nation of Islam never got, got with them. Right. Never, uh, never said, never made a speech about them being good. And normally, if it's good for the community, you would hear Farrakhan, Brother Ishmael Muhammad, Brother uh, Wesley Muhammad, Nuri uh, Muhammad. You would hear somebody from the Nation of Islam 
in support of Black Lives Matter. If it was good for black people, it's truly not good for black people because it did more damage. Most black people can't even go to the jobs they worked in in their own community because they tore it down. I, if you go to my Patreon, I have live footage of me riding down 79th Street in Chicago and you see white folks with hammers and fucking goggles and shit terrorizing the neighborhood, terrorizing the neighborhood. Now, these women... Uh, living in fucking mansions and doing all this shit, doing what women do. Black women normally do. When they get some money, they get ghost. You know what I'm saying? We have to bear the brunt of all this bullshit that they started. You know what I'm saying? The slogan, Black Lives Matter, I get it. The organization, I have no, I, I, I have... I, I feel that that's been the... the that's a, that's a, like a damn, like a terrorist group. And the reason why I say that is because it's not... All black folks, they letting anybody come in and tell black folks up, tell, tell black folks shit up. Yeah, they let the Antigua people in. Then, then they only blame black folks. So the motherfuckers with the skateboards who's riding around beating motherfuckers' asses and shit like that, wearing Black Lives Matter shirts, they they don't they don't fucking they don't fucking catch no uh, no smoke. Right. It's Tyrone. All you motherfuckers who roll with these idiots, and you have to when you see a movement, most niggas they they don't do it. Go to the fucking website and see what they're about. See who these people are. See what their agenda is. Mm -hmm. And me as a man, I'm not following behind no woman. Now, that's the chauvinistic aspect of me. I'll take some, you know, she got some good advice. That's fine. But what movement for black men was ever led and a woman was at the helm of it and we just did some real shit? No, we did a bunch of bullshit. We tore up our own community and them chicks just getting on there and they being Twitter warriors and they and they, and they got blogs. They not going to get out here and feel none of this heat, just like Maxine Waters. She came out, told motherfuckers to tear the shit up for George Floyd if they ain't get the verdict. Where'd she go? Live right back in the suburbs and be white again. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we, <laughs> so we as the black man gotta deal with all this shit because none of this is to protect the black men. This is to catapult themselves on the necks of black men. Cause we, all of us got a George Floyd in our family. Mm -hmm. And none of us gave a fuck about a George Floyd in our family. <laughs> they made us give a fuck about that. I got 10 of those guys in my family. And if they get into some shit with the police, we're gonna be like, man, you know how Leroy be doing, man. He be on some fucking bullshit. Now, if the police wanted to, you know, lose his job over fucking with my cousin acting stupid, that's on them. That's an isolated incident. Yeah. George Floyd was not worth tearing up my community for. Let's make that let's make that make sense for real. George Floyd was not worth all that. These women told us that they got emotional. They had the microphones. They and niggas was right behind them. No. That's what. That's the problem. They they're not going to actually put in the work and really fight. We're gonna fight. We're gonna get our knuckles dirty. They're gonna get protected. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Soon as somebody touched one of them, a hundred brothers swarm, risk going to jail for some shit that they started. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Uh. George Floyd has statues all over the country and murals, and you don't you don't think he should have statues and murals and be remembered? No, no, I mean, I, I feel like if his family, if his family, his own flesh and blood, didn't go tear no shit up, why the fuck am I? <laughs> now, for real, if you if you really love George Floyd like that, if he was your family member, if he was your brother or something like that, you and you want to get vengeance. 
I would it would be justified. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would understand it. But if the own family, mm-hmm. his own brothers, his own sisters, none of them did shit. Mm-hmm. Sat back and watched all of this on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that should just tell you his family ain't fucking love him. But do you think he deserves the 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 tro the 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 uh statues and murals and all of that? Man, there was a black man who was uh uh who was uh running a pawn shop. I'm sorry, he was uh, he was a security guard for a pawn shop during the uh, Black Lives Matter riots. I want to say maybe Detroit, somewhere in Michigan. Older black man, former cop. And they came in, black men came in sh- and shot him. He lost his life trying to protect that store. That man served his whole life serving the community, dying, willing to die for people who don't, who don't like him. Like, could you imagine putting on a uniform every day trying to serve and protect some people who fucking hate you. Mm. But he did that. We don't hear about him. Mm. We're not going to hear about no real heroes. You know what I'm saying? No military veterans or anybody like that. They, 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 they manufactured that outrage for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. See, don't tell me, I'm not going to listen to a white person unless they could, they don't know about my community. Don't tell me who I need to be sad about. Cause these niggas die every day in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's some of it is self-inflicted. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it was terrible. Yes, the cop was wrong, but no, I'm not. He was, he didn't live the life that is worth me destroying a city over. You know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, I tell people, man, if let's just say George Floyd was a rapist. But he went to jail for rape a long time ago and really raped her. Grabbed a woman, put her in the van, and, and, and did his thing. But he served his time. Now the police kill him unjustly. You think I'm gonna you think I'm gonna walk around with a former rapist on my fucking shirt? George Floyd was a cluck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 just this is the thing. They picked our heroes. Women jumped, black women jumped on board with these June team shit because they was the biggest, biggest Kamala and biggest Biden supporters. We didn't ask for Juneteenth. Mm. We never did. Yeah. We, 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 this was not on the agenda. Somebody said, here, here you go. So all these symbolic victories, they telling us what to be happy about, telling us what to be sad about. We got to free our mind, man. Mm. Mm. Um, Shikari Richardson was removed from the Olympics um, for testing positive for THC. Um, is that justified? Did she make a mistake? Should she be absolved of that said mistake? What are your thoughts on Shakara Richardson in the Olympics? All right, so here's the real talk about that. When you sign an agreement, there are rules. For instance, there's employers, even if your state legalizes marijuana, there are employers who will not hire you or will fire you for marijuana use. Right. Because federally, it's still not legal. Second of all, we're talking about the Olympics here. You're representing the nation. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that's what y'all want to see as a representation of our nation. Second, another thing, these rules are uh, like, we don't have the same laws. She's going to be traveling to different countries and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you keep, like some countries, what is it like? Uh, 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 
I want to say like uh, Dubai. You can't have no weed in Dubai and shit like, you know what I'm saying? It's certain places, you know, you're lucky. You're lucky they even let you fuck with that shit on the off season. But she knew, you know what I'm saying? Again, this is behavior. There are other ways to, you know what I'm saying, get faded a little bit. You know what I'm saying? She could have took a drink or something that was legal, but she knew what she was facing. So trying to rewrite the rules and had this outrage. Even she didn't have no outrage because she knew she fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's a bad representation to have, um, you know, to represent athleticism. Because this ain't about... This ain't about like, you know, oh uh, yeah, we got somebody going up here doing the spelling bee or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, this is about athleticism. So mm. they got to keep the integrity of the brand of the Olympics. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That Wheaties box meant something when we was young. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Jordan and the Dream Team, everybody was clean cut back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was wearing, you know what I'm saying? We was wearing fades. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to all be like Mike. You know what I'm saying? Mike was wearing suit. Everything was clean cut back then. You know what I'm saying? And that Wheaties box and that type of era that meant something. A lot of these people trying to protect the integrity of the brand. Because if you, if, you, if you let up on that, then what's next? Lean. Now you got motherfuckers over here doing the high jump with the lean. Then what if you got hurt? You get hurt. And you got drugs in your system. Now the Olympic Commission is liable for your monkey ass. Mm. So I think that they made the right choice by disassociating themselves from it. And this should be an eye opener to a lot of uh, uh, our sisters that your reputation and your your representation is a lot. She looked like a she looked like a Keisha that smoked weed. She was her whole imagery, regardless of how great she is. That was a bad look for y'all as women. How, how did she look like Akeisha that was smoking weed? Why, why, why would you say that? All right, forearm tattoos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can start there. You know what I'm saying? You know, I like class. You know okay. what I'm saying? The weed, the long nails. It was like Wanda, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> running down there. And, and she was killing it, but she had a whole transsexualized energy. It wasn't a good look for black women. Like it wasn't the Dominique Dawes era and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't Simone that Dolls, era. Clean cut. Yeah, it wasn't that era. this was a terrible look. Like she need friends. She some real good ones. Well I think she was definitely from you know from round the way girl. You know yeah. she you know what I mean um you could definitely tell that. Um do you feel as though because she just did the joint with Adidas do you feel as though they're just using this opportunity now to just milk her as far as brain is concerned? Cause she would have got smoked in the Olympics. I would I believe. Um, well maybe, uh, but here's the thing. We're in an era right now, man, where if you get enough followers, you know what I'm saying? Anybody attach themselves to you, regardless of how bad of an idea it is. Like if you look at the Biden administration, they attach themselves to Cardi B. Mm-hmm. Cardi B's a Cardi B's an ex stripper, fucking rapist, a uh, blood, you know what I'm saying? A thought. Nothing about her music says, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to encourage you to vote, or <laughs> we need to get, we need to, <laughs> we need some social awareness. Didn't get this. Bitch can barely speak English, but she was popular. Yeah. So anybody that's popular, these companies are realizing because a lot of people are not watching TV no more. They got their cell phones in hand that these people could sell you anything. 
So uh, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna latch on to her um, just to sell the product, man. I think it'll I think it's gonna sell because she's popular right now. You know, I would you know I definitely say do the deal because you know you, you, uh, I don't want to say she's burnt out of the Olympics, but what does that shit come every like every five years? Every, every four, four years? years? Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, she probably need to do that. Milk, milk this opportunity right she now. Was, she was gonna do some CBD oil uh, vapes and shit. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah, she got a vape deal on the way. So I mean, yeah, I mean, like I say, one thing about it is like, oh, this is another thing we gotta really speak on this. Black women control their image. Okay. Black, black men do not control the imagery of black women. Mm. And black women have been getting away with saying this for a while. We don't design you. We don't do y'all hair. We don't dress y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, even even when y'all ask us, do this look good? We're like, eh, whatever, motherfucker. We don't know. So we don't dress y'all. And one woman who really needs to be on the chopping block for the imagery of black women is Mona Scott. Mm. Mona Scott, keep y'all looking like thoughts. Mm. All the time. Like she pushes that and y'all get famous. You know what I'm saying? And y'all keep talking about the black man is tearing us down, tearing us down. No, 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 no. Y'all go take that check and a sister put that image of y'all out here. And y'all been chasing everything that make that, that every one of that sister makes successful. Y'all try to mimic. So we are not, black men is not in charge of the imagery of black women. They used to say that back in the Jay-Z days, the big pimping and all that. Nah, 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 nah. Y'all want to do this shit now. Y'all want to do this shit to extreme levels. You know what I'm saying? The, the, this era right now, we got nothing, but these women don't, they not putting money aside for their kids. They just going to go get booties. Why? <laughs> just to be sexual objects. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not benefiting your family in any way unless you selling yourself. And a lot of them are selling themselves, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Mona Scott definitely needs to catch that heat, man, because she's controlling. Like, you know, like, like we don't really have anybody putting out a positive image of the black man like that. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. Tyler Perry bring us down, but you know his energy kind of you know got that energy. I can't confirm it to be a legend, but Tyler Perry don't really put out the positive black strong. You know what I'm saying? Um, masculine, you know what I'm saying, male. You know what I'm saying? It's always a motherfucker coddling to that. You know what I'm saying? And then that imagery, you know what I mean? But Mona Scott, she goes full-fledged thoughts. Like, the the worse you are, the better chances you got on getting in her show. You know what I'm saying? So that, it should be, like, if y'all want to boycott Kevin Samuels, no, no, no. You need to boycott the root of the problem. Thought culture and get at the people who really produce thought culture. You know what I'm saying? Because we will be shut down trying to produce thought culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, you, right, we, right. We couldn't put out a a, 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 a a fucking reality show cooking black women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Them, and, and depicting them in that matter. We would be shut down before it even started. Right. They shut down what was a. Uh, I think Shorty Lowe tried to do one with his, his baby moms. Boosie uh, tried to do one with his baby moms. And they shut all that shit down. Hell no, you're not finna make our sisters look bad. But if Mona come to the table, she gonna be able to do it. 
right right um oh uh, you seen the shot nah man i don't watch a lot of tv like that <laughs> i ain't seen it if it if it don't come on like hulu or something i ain't but i ain't seen it all man bro so i'm the same way i don't watch tv programming but I'll pick a show here and there to watch with the lady, you know what I mean? Kill time before we go to sleep. And the way they doing us in the shy, Lena Waif, oh my God, you could do episode after episode after episode. You could break down. Let me tell you what happened in the last one was um, old boy girl, he smashed Lala, you know, Carmelo Anthony, ex-wife or whatever. So he awesome. smashed her character. But that's his business partner. So he was cheating on his wife. Now his wife, they in an open relationship and his wife smashing another dude and he's okay with it. <laughs> they, make, they forever make us look weak or make us look like criminals. <laughs> that's what's you know what I'm So like, you know, I like crime movies and shit like that, but that's the only thing that, that really popped. Like, right. um, like power. Like power is going to do well because it's black men killing each other. You know right. what I'm saying? But let that have been like a Farrakhan docu-series. Or 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 that that remember they did the bankers? And we know and that that barely uh got got caught, uh got published. Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't movie? think another Cosby show era because the family's broken. Our women don't want to be married. They don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? They don't they think they're getting ruled. Mm. So like I don't see it being like a show like remember Rock? Right, I remember Rock. Rock the Garbage Man, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, them shows had lessons. And I was like, I them live. Watch them shows. My father used to, you know, kind of be the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, Amen, 227. Yeah, we not gonna have, like, we not gonna have another Furious Styles from Boys in the Hood. You know what I'm saying? Another Trey. You know what I'm saying? We gonna have every good black man visiting their kid in jail. You know what I'm saying? Uh, going through a custody battle. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be terrible. Like, everything we got is just terrible. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Look at, look at Empire. The daddy was a drug dealer. He becomes big. His kids all fucked up. One of them was a, a high-level lawyer murderer. The other one is a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was... And the other one's gay. Like, <laughs> all failures. <laughs> all failures. But you know what I'm saying? They just dress it up, put some money on it. And everybody be like, this show is lit. Like, <laughs> we don't have no good representation as men, bro. Yeah. Like, real men. And that's what's so great about, like, what we doing with the six and, uh, you know, what Kev is doing and what O'Shea is doing and everybody linking up and, and working. Because we, you know, we all have different aspects. I know you deal with finance and history and things of that nature, but we all come together and, you know, we, we offer different perspectives and we're able to give a better image of men having discussions and men trying to bring masculine energy back yeah. because yeah. masculinity is being attacked. Right. You know, and that's what we got to, you know, form together and make sure that we push it, man. Cause like, Oh yeah. Good times, you know, bring James Evans, back. you know, that, like those souls meant something, you know what I'm saying? We when got, you, go ahead. We got three three more questions. I'm gonna read some super chats. We got three more topics. I'm gonna talk about the Dr. Dre. You used the word misery in regards to black women, and we want to get into some solutions. And I'm gonna let you go. Um, Bruce Leroy, 499. He said, "Talk to me." Uh, Francisco Ventura, five dollars super chat. Fudge Mayo, three dollars. You gotta control the womb. 
dot 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 what question mark kj162 salute to you brothers dropping major gems willie handy 79 five dollar super chat he said pastor gino jennings approved uh the faye bishop report showing support shout out to jack big fan uh hotel follower for life thank you bro appreciate you that's a lot of love shout out to jack people coming through checking in uh the black investor five dollars said uh see why they got to keep guys like this quiet shatters the illusion no cap uh vigilante williamson two dollars to david dorn in st louis is a security guard yeah yeah uh maybe um i thought it was dorner or dorner was the other cop um jason oh, zimmerman I think it was Dorner. I thought Dorner was a motherfucker that uh he was shooting shit up, right? Yeah, he was shooting shit up. He had a manifesto. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I think if he's talking about that security guard, that's the one that got killed at that pawn shop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jason Zimmerman, three ninety nine. Take your time, Pastor Mike Sinatra, nine ninety nine. Um, hey, Minister Jop, how bald do you think Shakari is under that wig? Oh, come on, guy. Hey. <laughs> Easy. We're gonna talk about that at the church. <laughs> Keep it clean over here, Hotel. <laughs> Come on, man. Be nice, man. Um, Jack, uh, Dr. Dre is in the middle of uh some financial situations with his ex-wife. Looks like she's got a bag from this dude. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Man, pray for Dre, man. Um <laughs> Wow, this is see this one, you know, it's terrible because he was gonna be Dr. Dre regardless. Mm -hmm. She he owes her nothing mm -hmm. for being the man that he is. And he's being punished for giving her a lifestyle and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. He's being he has to pay for a woman who's no longer with him doing her till she gets another man. She'll never get another man because she will, because she'll never have an incentive to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, this is really, really fucked up. Like, <laughs> man, like, I hope Dre does not do anything to jeopardize his freedom over this. $300,000 a month until she gets married again. Mm. This is, this is terrible. I think it's going to discourage a lot of brothers of means to ever want to marry, especially in the state of California. California needs real reform. Mm. Marriage needs real reform. The contract of marriage. Once you leave, you leave. Like, you know, if you quit a job, they don't pay you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They don't keep paying you. 300 k yeah. from exes. You know, and you don't, like, I, I just think that it's, it's a terrible situation. Um, these women, they know the law. That's one thing they know. They know the loopholes. They know the law, man. Yeah. And when you, we go into this shit all blind, you get mesmerized. Um, you know, understand what you're risking because one thing about today's woman, they don't risk shit. Mm. Even if even if she gives up her body and has a kid, it only is more of an insurance policy for her to be attached to whatever you are or whatever you will become. 
And she'll never sacrifice anything. You don't have a reverse story of a Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna protect their money. That's why I always tell guys, you know, if you're gonna find out if a woman really loves you, she's gotta spend money because that's the only thing that she holds on to. She'll give a body to 20, 20 guys. She'll have kids by anybody, but she's not going to give up any money and they're usually money motivated. Mm. Um, she made sure to wait enough time because I think it was like a 10 year mark before she was able to do this. So that whole separate, everything was a strategy. Um, it's, it's a scary thing because Drake could have very well been in love with her, but when they already have a strategy on how to leave, it, it just, uh, man, it, it's a scary thing, especially to have money on that level. Um, it's probably not recommended to marry a woman that don't, that don't stand to lose anything. Yeah. And you know, say he married an older woman. I don't even think she can have kids. I mean, she's just a fine older chick, you know? Um, and he's going to be paying for it. You know, this is a real big wake up call for a lot of guys, you know, that think that this red pill information and learning the game before you get in it won't save you because mm. Dre is going to be paying her as what? Three mid 36, $3.6 million a year mm. Mm. until mm. she gets a man. Mm. So only way he would probably only type of man she would pick would be like, Prince Harriet or something. He's already yeah. took it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, you know, who's going to step in and, and take on that bill? Cause that's the lifestyle she's accustomed to now. Right. You know, and that's just, the, that's a shame that, you know, uh, it states like that when you put a woman in a, in a, uh, in a lifestyle and they think that she's supposed to stay in that lifestyle. Like, why can't she go get a job? Why can't she go be great? And a lot of these women, I, I tell them all the time, you know, y'all don't really build shit. You know, you either inherit shit, you either inherit something from your father, because fathers usually leave something. Your mother don't leave your shit. Or you got it from your ex-husbands. You just accumulated off of the last relationships. And this is one of those examples. She's going to always be a boss forever, mm. based on the fact that he was something and he sacrificed. She wasn't with him rhyming in them booths and making beats and playing the piano, doing all that shit, getting shot at at concerts. He risked his life for all this, making those investments, doing everything. He did all that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's a, it's a shame, man, what happened to Dre, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Patrick, Kyle Bet. Shout out to Kyle Bet. What up, homie? 2499 Super Chat. He said, powerful, good exchange, brothers. Appreciate you, yo. Tell um, tell Shaka I said, what up? Um, I'm not going to be able to make it to the build tonight. Uh, so, so send him my, um, my best regards. He used the word misery earlier. Uh, Jack, mm -hmm. in regards to black women, you said they harbor misery. I think you said like two different types of misery or towards two different entities. What's this misery? Do you remember what you're talking um, about? When you said they, that? they are for the most part, once they, uh, once they hit their peak um, and they start kind of declining um, and, and start getting up their age, like 25 and up, they're going to start being miserable. Um, you know, cause marriage is really for a young woman. Um, you can't mold an older woman, especially they start getting educated. She works, she overworks. She's given eight hours plus a day, 40 hours plus a, a week to an employer. You know what I'm saying? She's driving an hour there, an hour back, 10 hours out of the day. She's giving it to another man. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, life's catching up with her. She's not working out. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, 
and life, she might have a kid, you know, a lot of single moms are definitely, they're definitely miserable. Um, and that misery spills on the kids. And then they never factor in the fact that there are guys who actually stick who try to stick with them. And they never think that these guys are unhappy. It's a lot of unhappy guys in situations, but they don't, we don't leave. We kind of hang in there. Women bounce. The moment they're unhappy, they're bounced, but they're always unhappy. That's why they're always bouncing. You know what I'm saying? So um, the fact that, you know, you like you can you can see the misery in their face like they're not happy. You know, they're not, you know, they're not jovial. You, you can't say hi to them. It's like everything, like literally when I holler at a black woman, I have to be rude as an icebreaker to get her attention. And then I turn it around. You know what I'm saying? And be like, man, I'm just fucking with your ass. You know what I'm saying? They like that. It's not a situation where it's just like, how you doing, beautiful? Blah, blah. Nah, they ain't with all that shit. It's like, you know, you gotta, they like attack dogs. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, they're definitely in a state of misery. I'm hearing a lot of things that going, um, you know, a lot of them going to psychiatrists and uh, I'm sorry, psychologists, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, shrinks and shit, you know, they working, they overworked. Uh, especially the ladies in high power positions. I remember um, working at this one uh, company, my DM. Um, she was finding a motherfucker, but she would always go to a, a shrink. You know what I'm saying? Because they they they're on that level. Didn't have no husband, shit like that. But gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? They be miserable. They be going through shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's the trade off with you know for the most part being overeducated and overworked. Mm. You're not gonna be happy, and then you can't bring you can't bring happiness to no man because we still want to be men, and you you're taking on so much masculine energy and so many masculine roles and so much masculine responsibility. We're clashing because now it's two men. Yeah, well, I can pay my own bills. You know, it's it's all of that. Like nobody's going to bend, and that's when you know people be trying to compromise with your woman, and you just got to be a man. It's no compromise. You can't compromise on your manhood, and unfortunately. They really want to be, um, you know, the head of the table. They want somebody to rule in this day and age. Our mm-hmm. grandmothers and stuff, they love being women. They never, they didn't want to work. These yeah, women can't yeah. wait to work. You can tell a lot of these women like, man, uh, listen, man, I'm getting this money. You don't need to be working no more. Fuck that. I'm not best about to be sitting around doing whatever you tell me to do, but you'll do it for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'll pay you. You'll get what you want. It's just because it's a black man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? They don't feel the security. You know, and that's just, that's the unfortunate thing about it. Like, I've always told uh, people, like, a lot of people don't believe something until a white person confirms it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same thing with with our sisters, man. They don't, they don't believe in us. You know what I'm saying? They need that paycheck, man. They just, they, they want employment, man. Yeah. I always said if I had to educate the black community, I need a white man with a lab coat standing next to me. (laughs) <laughs> you need Bernie Sanders to come with you. You know what I'm saying? To give you some credibility with the black community right now. Um, let's do a, 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 a play a little game real fast. You're talking to a, a young man. He's dating women. What race do you suggest he date? And how do you rank these races? Whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I would say from, uh, I would tell a young man, man, look for femininity, man. Mm. You know, look for natural femininity. Now, there are good black women out here who are feminine. Um, they don't hang around the average typical black woman, but you gotta, uh, 
you got to feel people out. Me personally, I would probably uh my highest um the 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 best representation of of what I've seen in a feminine woman is like the Mexican community. Mm-hmm. Uh those women are very very feminine. Mm-hmm. Uh now the shape I can't speak to that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you put an ass on a Mexican woman, I think you'd be good. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> The Puerto Rican is pretty feisty. You could kind of put her right around Akeisha. Uh, white women are feminine, but treacherous mm. because they're still powerful and they still can tell on you. You know what I'm saying? And being with a white woman, you automatically look guilty. Okay. <laughs> Whatever she said, you look guilty. But White women do love your black ass, man. They do love your black ass, man. Um, I heard good things about Chinese women, uh, uh, Asian. I've heard good things. Um, I'm not totally attracted to them to that degree. Maybe the Pacific Islanders, a little bit more. Um, But it's more of a culture thing. I would say go to deal with women who have a culture and a family oriented culture and a feminine culture. You can't lose with all that. You know what I mean? Like whether black, white or whatever. Uh, but I just think that right now uh, it's overwhelming how bad our women are right now. And nobody wants to just say it um, and speak to it and, and come up with a solution. The solution is get into your femininity. Solution is, you know, be a mother, be a wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're not teaching that in college and stop competing with your men. Right. You know, because like women who compete with men tend to not get married. Right. You know what I mean? And if that's what you want to do, then just declare that. But most of y'all, y'all doing one thing and saying the other, you cannot compete with men on every level. Oh, I got my own money. I got this. I got this. I got that. And you listen to all this stuff. And then, you know, you still want to have a husband. Like, no, you, you, you know, cause that's not wifey shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they got to figure out a way to stay loyal um, and, and get back to the black man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it seems to me that it's really, cause you mentioned the word culture, right? So you selected these women based upon this femininity in their culture. It seems to me, a lot of Western culture, United States, Europe, yeah. is, is it lags behind other cultures as far as those traditional values are concerned. Um, how do you identify or where do you identify these women in America who will have that trad culture? Well, here's the thing, like with the, with the culture thing, I mean, you're gonna have to survey the land. I mean, you're going to like what you like. You're going to see these women and you have to speak to them. And you're going to have to pick their brain and see, you know, what they speak about and where their values lie. Mm-hmm. See, I look at a single mother and I wonder, I always ask myself, what do you value? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's a, that's a big commitment to create a life with somebody that you're not going to see it all the way through with the man, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's not good for the kid. So for your happiness, if you're willing to have a trade-off so you can be happy, you sacrifice raising this kid the best way you can. What, you know, what kind of culture and how does your, how does your family view this? You know what I mean? Is family big to you? You know, I, I, I look to things like that. 
you know, if if you keep hearing a woman say she hate her father, you know, she got bad situation with her mother, well, it's no way in hell she gonna love your mother. No way in hell she gonna love um your your parents, your family, you know what I'm saying? She's gonna be she's gonna be feisty. Um cultural wise, I would say, um we have to get back to the basics because that's what worked. Mm. And if we can get back to the basics, we could actually have something. We got to walk it down slow. If you're going to start a family, finish the family. You know what I mean? So you guys um, basically walk around with a picture of a soul machine in your, in your, in your phone <laughs> and show the bitch. Like, you know what this is? Can you identify? Yeah. You know how to use this shit. A woman who wants to be a woman, who wants to cook, who wants to, you know what I'm saying, do wholesome things. You know what I'm saying? A modest woman. Because mm. I, I tell women all the time, you know, thought culture, you're going to see that everywhere. It's easy to identify thought culture. Right. You just look for the green hair, the big-ass <laughs> eyelashes, Tattoos everywhere, long fingernails. Okay, now if you find a beautiful woman that is in the same area, same room, and has real hair, dressed modestly, and is fine, she stands out. Mm. So that's a, that's a start right there. Appearance, representation. You know what is she representing with her whole ass out? <laughs> what is she advertising? You know what I'm saying? You know, so you know, see, like what is I always told motherfuckers on my show, uh, if you dress like a hoe, I'ma address you like a hoe. Yeah. So, you know, when you see chicks like that, you know you're going straight in. What we drinking? We you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's party. Let's party because nothing gonna be serious. You can actually have a conversation with somebody if they, you know, saying look the part. It starts there. Now, it, you know, some of these motherfuckers still get, but you gotta, you gotta know how to survey them and, and, and really like, you know, interview them. You gotta interview them. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy because we're in a world that empowers them. They're, this country and, and UK, they empower these women to be men. Right. They right. empower them to be gay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get more, you get more support coming out the closet than getting married. Mm-hmm. You're a hero. When the last time you see some heroes, like, why don't they celebrate Denzel Washington? He's a fucking hero. He's he's the closest thing to the new Bill Cosby. Yeah. He's been with his woman forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? So culture-wise, man, we gotta yeah. really get back on this, man. That's not his style no more. Um <laughs> you know the the agenda has has uh has shifted so you know my thing is like you got you might have a girl who is a little bit closer to trash but the bar has fallen so low for example how a woman dresses the the reserved girl in the club today is technically dressed like the hoe in the 80s Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So how do you identify when a lot of these women are just trying to compete at the physical level? They're like, well, I do want a man. If I don't got some ass on my Instagram account, how do I even attract a man? Well, it's all about the type of man you're trying to attract. Mm. You know what I mean? And a lot of these people, you're not attracting for the long distance. You might be attracting for a temporary uh a temporary encounter 
And that's what a lot of these women got to understand. Like, if you, if you, if you got off that thought shit, you know what I'm saying? And we'll get off that hot shit. You know what I'm saying? We start treating y'all better if y'all start looking like the part. You know what I'm saying? But some of you come off so your 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 look is so aggressive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just why don't I say this, man? Like, I understand they're trying to compete, but again, they're in control of their image. Mm-hmm. Because we don't dress women. Right. 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 They right. And they're, and they're dressing for attention. And what attention do you want? You want the right attention or the wrong attention? Mm-hmm. And then you get the unwarranted wrong attention. Then it's all these niggas of wolves and dogs and all that. But you know, you're 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 picking up the 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 bottom of the barrel nigga because you're dressing like the bottom of the barrel chick. You put tattoos on your face and like it's chicks out here now. It's getting so bad. Pretty chicks are going to go get grills. I just seen one of the little chick, little rapper chick. She went and got permanent diamonds in her mouth. Yeah. Like, what are y'all doing? Rapper chick? Rapper chick, man. I'm like, this shit is stupid, man. Like, like, you need fathers. You need a grandma. You really need a goddamn grandma. Your mama did you this. You need to go get closer to your grandma, motherfucker. Yo, Mr. Jab, yo, it was a bit of absolute pleasure interviewing today. Um, I'm not gonna keep you too long. I could do this all night. You got, you got, me, you got so many. Nah, we gonna do this again, man. Shout out to Hotep, bro. I appreciate you having me on, man. You know what I'm saying? We chopped it up, bro. You helped me a lot too with my business and stuff too, man. You know, we was out there in uh, Vegas, man. So we definitely gonna uh, put in some work. I just gotta you know? ask you one favor. Go ahead. Ease up on the Hoteps from me, man. <laughs> I know. I had a whole hotel. I had a whole hotel whole series. <laughs> it was like hoes with head wraps. It was crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, I, hey man, it's a, man. It's all love. I love everybody, man. You remember when we was when we was kicking it, and you said to me, "You was like, nigga, you ain't even hotel." Remember you said that to me? <laughs> and what do you remember what I said to you? Nah, I don't remember. I was like, "Yo, that's the problem. All them niggas is just too goddamn righteous." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you was, you was real. You, was, you was, <laughs> we ain't gonna tell them too much, man. Right, right, yeah, right. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, like, so you know, um, they, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. We trying to bring a whole nother vibe to the hotel nation. Like, we aren't know, no, no, hate white people. I shit. I ain't gonna lie, man. <laughs> if I can get the outcome of brother polite, you know what I'm saying? Y'all might see me, man, come around dressing like, uh. What's my man uh, who had the, uh, God damn, what's the dude, the new Wabian dude? Oh, oh, uh, Z York? <laughs> Dr. Z York, I've got a little crown on. I'm going to come through like Yada. I'm going to come through like Yada. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, man, shout out to all the hotels, man. Shout out to Sidenetta, man. I know you're going to call me about this one. Oh, but yeah. you know, and shout out to my man, my man Tone with the Young Black Entrepreneurs line. You know what I'm saying? Killing it in Chicago. The store will be opening soon, man. I told him I shot him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they get too much Puritan once you go to Hotel. I got Minister Jab's links. Go make sure you subscribe to his YouTube channel. That's in the description box. His IG is in the description box. So make sure y'all go subscribe right now. Hit that link right now and go there. I'm out of here. 
uh see you next week i got uh, some more i think i might have a porn star coming on here uh soon so uh oh, subscribe <laughs> i'm a conservative porn star so subscribe to the channel and look out for that soon i'm out august 26th through the 28th las vegas nevada hotel nation weekend the world will never be the same get your tickets and be a part of the first ever hotel nation weekend hotel nation a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to spread the philosophy of hard work and self-care will be hosting a weekend in Vegas with live podcasts, panels, pool party, and much more. Exclusive meet and greets with major figures in the Hotep community, including Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep, President Doe Dudes, and other special guests. Network and build bridges in the Hotep community. Enjoy Vegas with a cool group of people. All of this can be found at the Hotep Nation Convention. So who is this for? Are you looking to build up your community? This is for you. Are you looking to expand business opportunities? This is for you. Are you looking for an opulent time with nation builders? This is for you. Hotep Nation's first annual convention in Las Vegas, this August 26th through the 28th. All information can be found in the description below. You won't want to miss this. Yo, uh, shout out to uh, Cassius Cam, $5 Super Chat. Said, I only mess with Latinas, less daddy issues, still feminine. And Myron Denard, he said, great show. Um, shout out to Pop Onaya Shelly. He said, yo, that man, Ashy Foot, would get down on his convo. Dre, baby mama, a German shepherd at best. <laughs> Talk to me. The Haitian $20 Super Chat, appreciate you. He said, shout out to Jeff for articulating the situation so well. Y'all out of here. Y'all be safe, man.